Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! Hello and welcome back to another wonderful morning slash evening of Distorted Nation. Yes, yes. It's been a long week. <laughs> it, it's been a tremendously long week and the other day was the day from hell. That's all I have to say. You know what I have to say about the other day on, on Tuesday? Why don't you go... Hadouken! Yeah, that's that's what's that's what I think about last Tuesday. And and for all you folks out there, anytime anyone curses on the show, you're gonna get a Hadouken. That's awesome. Over it. <laughs> that, that's our our one of our little gigmos here now at Distorted Nation is when you curse, you get a Hadouken. Hadouken. <laughs> so, uh, no, it it was a really bad day Tuesday. Uh, let's see. Anything that could have gone wrong did. And then the light in the studio, like, went out, and then I had to go get a new one, and then I was installing it and got it up, hooked it up and everything, and then it didn't work. And then I had to take it down and put up a new one, so when I was taking it down, it, it, it fell and hit me in the face. Yeah, that's no good. And, and, and cracked my tooth. Nope. Wow. So, yeah, it was a really, really... <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, so how how was your week? Um, very very filled with um chaos. Um, I actually went to Nashville, Tennessee, for like two days unexpectedly. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just hey, I'll be gone for a little bit, and then like oh, I'm in Nashville. Yeah, it was great though. There's so much history, so much music history there. So much culture. Yeah, it's just all over the place. I loved it. Um, I wish I could have been there a little bit longer to see more stuff like all the museums they have and everything like that and the projects are so the projects there oh my gosh it was insane their ghettos are ghettos very very much so nothing like anything i've ever seen actually it was like the movies and i was like whoa but um a little a little shocked yeah very much so they had this cool like traveling pub thing where everybody would get on these things and you pedal they have one of those here in sacramento that's great. Do they play Ice Ice a Baby though? No. Well, this one did, and it was like. Awesome. Were they drinking on the the bicycle? There was like four people on each side, and the guy stood on the end, and all these drunk people were pedaling. Okay, but were they actually serving alcohol on the bicycle? Yes. Okay. See, Sacramento has that, but they don't. Which is funny. They have the bar in the middle of the bikers like on either side and all they'll pedal and face each other and everything but i guess here in sacramento they don't actually serve alcohol on the bike you got they just take you to each pub like they do an hour at each bar that they have in their thing and then you just ride around like that you just pedal back (laughs) i'm like at that point, if I'm not drinking while I'm pedaling, then I'm burning off all the alcohol and you're defeating the purpose. Well, they had actual tap on it. 
See, that's that's well, we're here in California, and things here in California are wacky. And the whole thing is like, I was gone across the country for like I don't know three, two and a half, three days. My grandma didn't even know until the day that I got back, and then she's like, "Oh, what? Where's where's uh?" my granddaughter and she's like oh maybe she went to reno and i'm like i got back and i was like fooled you i was all the way across on the other side of the country <laughs> but yeah um it, it, there was so much and culture you didn't even there. bring me back a shot glass or nothing she brought me a shot glass oh snap <laughs> i'm gonna go cry <laughs> don't do it but yeah it was really cool um now nashville was one of the spots that i i was not able to uh, i ran out of fundage the thing that I did most when I was on tour, like every new city and like state we went to, like uh, I would pick up a shot glass and have a big old collection, huh? I, I have a pretty big collection of shot glasses, and uh, Nashville was like one of the spots that I ran out of fundage, so I couldn't pick one up. Oh well, um, I may have one extra at my house. No, it's it's from the Hard Rock Cafe. Well, see, then there you go. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I did that, and then um, also I got a call um, from my people at the Ultimate Terror Screen Park. We are um, actually doing a Valentine haunt, and I'm super stoked. There's a little um, thing on YouTube you can look it up, and it's going to be wicked, crazy fun. Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be fun for us because we get to scare people. <laughs> And so I'm really excited about that. We do it on the 10th, 11th, and 14th of February. And so... Um, Wait, just the 10th, the 11th, and then the 14th? Yeah. You'd, what happened to the 12th and 13th? Well, we might need a day off for those. You never know. Could be extreme, scaring exhaustion. You might be exhausted from scaring people so much. But um, it's going to be at 4909 Auburn Boulevard. And um, hopefully everybody can make it down to come see us and get the crap scared out of them. And other than that, um, just running around doing errands. And, and Wednesday was the day of hell for me. So I feel for you on that one. <laughs> yeah, you had a hell day too? Oh, yes. Very much so. Any Anything specific you want to? talk about it or it was just really bad and not just want to move on i just rather forget about it for right now blanket out of my Hadouken! all i really have to say about wednesday is it can eat a big fat bowl Hadouken! Hadouken! <laughs> that was a lot of hadoukens there <laughs> hadouken <laughs> so you might be running out of your uh, your chi there, Ken or Ryu. Don't know if you can keep up with the show. Hadouken, hookadouken, hookadouken. <laughs> and I also have I got some of the other guys' voice sound bites, but Guile's, you know, Sonic Boom is kind of kind of lame. It's just it doesn't it doesn't sound like I remember it sounding like. It sounds like a little kid did it, and the little sound bite that I have. So oh I'm yeah. Just like yeah, never mind. Never mind. So, uh, the funny thing is is all the way. In Nashville, you said that you witnessed something that was actually going ac on across the entire United States of America. Yeah, I didn't even know what it was at first. And then um, I realized it was a whole bunch of women marching, protesting with a whole bunch of signs. And I was just burning like bras and, 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 and 
know, doing their feminine things. Like, we don't get enough attention. Well, I thought that they were there for the Dirks Bentley concert. Like, and then I was, I was like, oh, wait a minute. They're protesting. Are they protesting Dirks Bentley? Oh, wait a minute. It's some sort of women's rights march. I thought we had lots of rights already. I had no clue what was going on because I was like, I'm not going to spend my time here just watching what they're doing. I'm trying to see everything right before I jump on the plane. (laughs) Saturday was a horrible day for men. We all had to make our own dinner. We all we all had to, you know, take care of the children because the babysitters decided that they had to get all liberal and go march. But the only great thing about the marches is they finally got some exercise. Yeah, whatever. We probably get more exercise than men do any day of the week. I mean, what, what, what equality? I mean, that's what the whole thing was about. But, you know, I, once we gave you guys the right to wear shoes and vote, I mean, I thought you guys were pretty much equal. You know what? Hadouken! <laughs> Serious? <laughs> I mean, what, what do you, what do you, what are you marching over there for? Try stepping one day in a, a shoes of a woman. You guys would not be able to handle All it. All right, you go find me a size heel that fits an 11, 11 and a half to 12 foot men's shoe, and then I'll wear a pair of heels. That's what size I wear. I'll let you borrow some. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, I will wear the heels, and we will put a video up on Facebook if she actually brings in these, uh, these heels that okay. will fit me. I really don't wear that size, but I'll find some <laughs> for you. <laughs> Time to go thrifting. All right, you want equality, fine. You all can have adequate washer and dryers with dishwashers and the the top-of-the-line soap, okay? Off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on now. Okay, all jokes aside, I understand. Some of it is kind of messed up because of what Trump's doing with uh, the whole Planned Parenthood and abortions now not covered by, you know, People definitely take Hadouken! for for granted. They they use it as a form of birth control, which was not why it was developed in the first place. However, um, they shouldn't be doing that. Like, but it should be, in my opinion. Um, like to me, if it's if if you're on birth control, you have the medic medical you know chart stating that you've been on birth control, it failed or something. Then sure, okay, because you were trying to take the precaution not to get it done. Exactly. Obviously, we all know this statement. If you were raped. Or yeah. if you were like, you know, especially if you were raped in like a 13 year old girl, then obviously, yeah, get rid of the kid. All yeah, right. You exactly. know, but, you know, I'm all for women having the right to choose. Trust me, I am all for it. If I don't have to push you down a pair of stairs, then that's <laughs> less work for me. That's awesome. Well, um, I actually one of my best friends is actually a product of uh, uh, of rape and and um it, it blew my mind when she told me the story, but yeah, it, it should not, that right should not be taken away, but it shouldn't be um, like used as a form of birth control either by any means because people are too damn lazy to go get on that or be um, cautious in the first place for sure, I think. People should be able to control their own bodies and all that good stuff. <laughs> what are you doing over there? You're like drawing all over paper and stuff. Yeah. That's what, that's what. Okay, 20,000 people marched this last Saturday in Sacramento alone, and millions across America marched. It looks like from New York to Los Angeles, an estimated 60,000 people marched in Atlanta, 250,000 marched in Chicago, 
There are estimates of 250 people in Boston, the good old Boston, and 200,000 in Denver. In uh, New York, estimated anywhere from 200 to 500,000 people were out and about marching. Uh, city officials say that 500 people participated in the march in Washington, D.C. 500,000 people. That's a lot. That's half a million people. I, 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 what really upsets me about the whole um, everybody in this uproar about Trump thing, like, honestly, we, we wouldn't be protesting if the other person had won. It's just a bunch of no, people. No, I think people still would be protesting if Hillary won. Um, I don't know. To me, I'm torn because I'll admit it right here first on the show. I voted for Trump. Yeah, so did I. Okay. But my reasoning for voting for Trump wasn't wasn't for, you know, what the common man was thinking. I think he was just a really you know, the business aspect of it and what I think he can do for the economy side of, you know, the United States. Yeah. Being a businessman and the way that he actually got so many people involved in this election which is more than anyone's ever been involved in an election in a really long time. Exactly. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I do regret, you know, I kind of regret it, you know, voting for him with some of the stuff he's, you know, signed into effect. I mean, alone, what was it, Monday? I think he was setting up, setting it up to uh, actually sign over 200, like, bills and executive orders and stuff into law alone on Monday. Okay. Um. I know that he opened up to advance the uh, construction of the Keystone Pipeline, which was first proposed in 2008, which is the Keystone XL Pipeline was supposed to uh, more efficiently transport hundreds of thousands of barrels from Canada to the United States of oil. Okay. I mean, um, a lot of it has to do with he advanced construction on the Dakota Access Pipeline. I mean, a lot of it that he signed on Monday had to do with oil and opening up the pipelines and actually, you know, to me, I think that's going to, you know, really bring back the economy, bring back the economy and help bring our gas prices down. down. Which I'm okay. Cause I, I had actually, uh, had a friend I was hanging out with. Um, we met up and talked and had coffee and whatnot. And she had just went to Mexico, Mexico. She went to Tijuana. Oh my gosh, why would she go there on purpose? Because <laughs> she had travel miles or like hotel stay or something. Like she in Tijuana? In Tijuana? Whatever hotel she was at, it was like the nicest hotel they had. And it was like a hundred and ninety dollar room that she got for thirty bucks. There wasn't a donkey show, was there? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um she went there and like gas was like like everything there was cheap. Like a pack of cigarettes was a dollar or something. I saw Mexico from the airplane. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's Mexico. If you ever go to Texas or anywhere along the, uh, especially El Paso, mm -hmm. the Rio Grande isn't so grande. No, and it's right by Juarez, right? Uh, on the other side. Juarez. Juarez. Yeah, but uh, he actually, well, you won't be able to see it now because Trump actually signed the executive order to actually commission building up the wall. Is that like the Berlin Wall or the Great Wall of China? It kind of, it'd be like both tight it's to keep all the illegal people from coming over here right yes but there's good aspects to that and still bad aspects to that i mean you know 
Well, I saw something in the news that was saying that the Mexican government right now is um, working with the cartel. And I actually, I actually know somebody that was her brother um, because they were Mexican-American um, and their mother had lived in Mexico. They grew up in Mexico and then they got legal and everything and came here and, and everything like that. He had business and everything like that, but he had a girlfriend in Tijuana. And um, sh he actually she he actually got kidnapped when he was down there and he was missing for six months. And the cartel had like all these all they had a whole bunch of Americans, the people that have bought um, uh, businesses down in Mexico and they were torturing them like well, leaving I, them, them bodies like leaving them for dead. This and has been one of my main stories that I crazy. talked about. Um, I've talked about it here on Distorted Nation and I've talked with my friends that there was. The pre it was, I want to say it was like four or five years ago, maybe even longer. Uh, the president of Mexico invited um, media outlets like Channel News people and stuff from like L.A. and mm -hmm. whatnot because he wanted to prove that Mexico isn't as bad as everyone says it is. And he invited him out for Corona commercial taping. I and there Corona. was like seven or eight people in this, you know, thing and then he you know got him hotels got him like it was like this goodwill type mission gesture thing. yeah you know come out here see that it's not so bad in the middle of the freaking taping they got kidnapped by the cartel shut up is that a <laughs> setup so, so the whole thing about being safe and the reason they proved it to be safe like was completely false like oh come out here it's gonna be fine no cartel's gonna bug it and then they get kidnapped anyways did they live did oh they yeah, they, it, it was they were ransom? held for like three days or something, and then they got sick, let go. Yeah, see, my friend's brother was kidnapped for six months, and they dropped him off in Baja, le like skinny, um, barely alive, left for dead, and they and he actually got picked up by somebody that was driving by, and he had been going back and forth down there anyway to the um, doctors because I guess it's cheaper for doctors down there, and um, his. Yeah, Mexico. I might be coming down there though to get my tooth fixed. <laughs> the way that my med my medical and everything's going right now, <laughs> I hear it's a lot cheaper, and they actually do decent work. Yeah, and he had he had his whole he lost his house, his whole bank account was drained, he lost his business, everything, and so and he said they had a whole bunch of Americans held hostage down there for who knows how what, long. Was he a country song? No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> No, but that, yeah, that was. I'm sorry that that happened to him. I'm glad that he's frightens okay, though. me. That's why I'd never want to go to Mexico. No, my my main thing is I've always said this: if I ever leave the states, if I ever choose to, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's places I would like to go see. I'm Italian. I love to go see my family. That's still back in Italy. Um, I love to go to Scotland. 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 You just want to wear a skirt, a kilt. <laughs> I want to see the castles. Yes. And I want to sword fight somebody in a castle and be like, there can be only one. Highlander. I am the Highlander. Highlander. Anyways, um, no, uh, first first thing I do when I land or before I even land, wherever I know I'm going to be staying, I'm mapping out how far it is to get to the embassy. And <laughs> I'm, procur uh, I'm procuring a uh, weapon of some sorts for self-defense. Yes. I've been to Canada. Oh, you can be fine in Canada. Canada, they'll open your door if you're a stranger and be like, oh, come on in and have dinner. What's that all about? <laughs> so Canada is the safest place to go. Yeah, I want to go to like 
Ireland, not to see you two, that's for sure. But I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to like Amsterdam and um, Germany. I'm German and Irish, so I just want to go to all the countries that I know are going to be safe, not like hostile places. Either way, I still wouldn't go. I don't want to go to like Russia or anything like that because I'm scared. I'm hostile. scared. Hostile. All right, so we're gonna get out real quick. We're gonna jump some into some music. This is actually a cover um, of kind of a punk goes pop feel. Uh, the Sean Mendes song "Treat You Better" by some friends of the show. They never say no, and you can check them out at facebook.com backslash They Never Say No. Let them know how you like their cover and how you guys like this track right here on Distorted Nation on ninety six point five FM. K U B U. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento.
right. And that was at both ends with what was that title? You guys are all taking a photo or yeah. a video now or something. Video Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now we're recording. So sunshine and love. Love. Okay. As opposed to what I thought it was earlier. <laughs> we shut that the word that shall not be named. All right. So how have you been, man? It's been a minute since I've seen you. It's been a year since the EP came out. I don't think it's been a full year since close I've seen to, you. Close to. Almost. Yeah, it was probably uh, actually yeah. Okay, probably April or something last year. Yeah, yeah. sounds right. Probably. Yeah. You know. When yeah, Knackered true. came out. Knackered came out. Uh, and now crit- critical acclaim, of course. <laughs> acclaim. And now you guys are back again with a new record, which is called Wheels Out the Window. Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, four songs were inadequate. So we thought we'd go the other extreme and bring out 13. Ah. So this one's a full-length record. Full-length record. So as opposed to recording the last one to recording this one, like, do you feel more solid as a band, you think? Or, like, do you guys have a lot more going on? I don't know what you can share with the public. You shared some stuff with me off-air. It's all very... uh confidential really uh i think i think this was uh the second time around's always uh a bit better for a band because you kind of get the feel of recording as a band jason who's sitting across the table from me he it was his first time recording with us but uh uh he kind of just slotted right in junior what do you think what were your thoughts on uh, uh this versus uh recording for the first time i think this is a more mature version of us it's a, it's in in a weird way it's a it, it's like it's more fun but it's it's more mature at the same time i think the the songwriting is is a little more serious the the level of fun is very serious on this album <laughs> if that makes i feel sense. like that i'm less any sure sense. but that that could just be me yeah jason is. what do you reckon it is definitely serious fun um no i agree with junior it was just a lot of more intricate writing that went into this album and even with my time as the band, it's really progressed from a punk theme to more of a ska and just overall different. Yeah. And it's really fun. Cool. So I know last time you guys came around with Knackered, you guys were promoting playing First Festival and stuff. What does 2017 have in store for you guys? I'll let one of you take this. Um, a lot of shows uh, very far out, which is cool. You know, I think the the beginning was very like, you guys want to play a show next week or like two weeks from today? And or like, tomorrow. Or tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. Or tonight. Or Last tonight. minute. I think we got one offer, like, can you play tonight? Um, I think now, I think um, it, it's all tying into the, the more serious fun, uh, being able to plan it out. And and, and, and having look. a guitarist that rocks up more than five minutes before a show starts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for a minute Thank there, you, Zach, when you yeah. listen to this, mate. <laughs> that happened for a minute, but... Uh, no, I, I think it's I think we're we're getting to a, a more serious level of of where we want to take uh, the band and and being able to plan that far ahead makes for makes for that. I think part of it also now easier. we've got a f- we've pretty much got a set full six piece in our band now. Before we were kind of Sean was playing bass in some songs and trombone, Jason was taking over bass for some songs, and now we're kind of sticking to our instruments. It also means. Uh, you know, harmonies on stage are now five-way harmonies and melodies, so we're really kind of more full. Our sound. It's very, very much a more full sound. 
uh, and especially those are ska songs that now have two guitars, for example, um, we're kind of, uh, yeah, filling up the sound naturally live, which is kind of cool. And we did just sign to a record label, which is pretty rad. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. This is, uh, I've been doing this for a long time and it's cool to be finally on a, a proper rocking record label. So Morningwood Records, based out of Netherlands, has signed us. Uh, they're going to start just um, distribution, distribution and promotion of uh, Wheels Out the Window, uh, starting, uh, well, they'll start digital on uh, January 29th, which is the release of our album. And then they'll also start selling some of the actual CDs once I've got a few printed in a couple of weeks' time. We'll start selling our CDs on our Bandcamp uh, January 29th. But we have very limited supplies. Hey, 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 get in there. Uh, <laughs> get it as now. We only printed a very few... Uh, a few on the first run, and uh, so get them while you can. So, you guys have a show later on tonight, the twenty seventh. So that we do. <laughs> so, where uh, where are you guys playing at? Jason, you can tell us, mate. We are playing with the Toasters at Blue Loop. It is going to be awesome. We're playing in uh, downtown Sacramento. Uh, also joining us is going to be the Insiders and Sacto Storytellers. This is going to be an insanely awesome show. This is not your average uh, punk, metal, Sacramento-type show. This is going to be a truly unique, multi-instrumental show that you all should check out. We have six instruments. <laughs> As <laughs> well, up the multi. Well, really, that really, multi. When you guys didn't knack those, uh, the, the vocals. Oh, this there's, is true. We do have a lot so, of instruments. There's a, there's a lot of vocalists. In the, uh, and for those of you who don't right know the Toasters, they're a rad ska band from New York that have uh, been around for a long time. Lots of cool songs. When you guys recorded Nacred, how how many were in the band at the time? Was it four. three? Four. four? Yeah, okay. four. Because I think I still only ever met three of you at a time. Last time I met you guys. Yeah, didn't I didn't come. Did you meet Zach? No, no, you met Jason. No, because Jason was in the band. Okay. Yeah. So you met Jason, me, and Sean. You guys need name tags. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you come around, it's always someone new. So, okay, where did the uh, the name Wheels Out the Window come from? <laughs> I'll, I'll take this one, actually. Go for uh, it. This it's a good story. So I wouldn't... Well, I love the story where Knackered came from last time when we talked about that. So. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> well, on this one, it came from a conversation that uh, Sean had with a with a college professor, and it was uh, it's all based on on the idea of how playing chicken works, and so you essentially. If like you're not playing with a other? chicken, not playing not with, playing with no, 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 not no. choking the chicken, no, 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 no choking no. chicken, no, 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 playing chicken like two cars <laughs> driving <laughs> at each other, exactly. Okay, um, two cars driving at each other. You don't choke chickens, it, kids. It, okay, please it's not don't. nice. Peter will get very angry. <laughs> I will be very unhappy. Um, <laughs> you Damn that, uh, before any any decision is made, you you have three options, and that's. Um, you you're you're either gonna you're gonna win you're gonna lose or you're gonna or you're both gonna die, and so you as the aggressor or the challenger whoever it was that started it says, I'm gonna take one of those options out, and essentially you throw your steering wheel out the window, and so what you're doing is telling the other person, hey I'm gonna win or I'm gonna die, but I'm definitely not gonna lose, and so that whole conversation morphed into how we feel about music and playing music 
uh, together and trying to do it for a living. And I'd rather die. Oh, <laughs> 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 but that, that, that it, it was, it was a lot more intricate than that, but it, it, it came down to those options and, and really looking at, at life and music and what we're doing in that, in that sense of saying, screw it. We're, 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 we're going to win. There's a lot more symbolism in the name. Exactly. See, we're getting more mature, right? It's really deep. Knackered. You got knackered. Now you got wheels out the window. So writing this record, which song do you like? Just totally think that that one's your favorite for this record. I don't think anyone has an opinion. Do they? Oh, everyone's got an opinion. I don't think we all agree on it. We all have our own. Oh, no, no, yeah, we have our own. Things we dig. Yeah. Um, I think it's such an eclectic album that, uh, that I think it kind of each song has its own kind of personality, and no one song is uh, is like I don't know. I, I mean, I think they're all good. Don't get me wrong. I don't think one may stand out. I mean, I know which one. Everyone I has like at least one song playing. that sticks out that they like the best. All right, name them. I know yeah. what your favorite song is. What's Gene? my favorite song? Never say goodnight. That's on it's the EP. Not on the album. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Never in say goodnight. In general, still my favorite, <laughs> favorite, song favorite track ever. that we've recorded. Which that, is the yeah. first one off Naked. I do, I do enjoy Never Say Goodnight. Yeah, you always want to play that. It's fast. It's melodic. It's rocking. Uh, my favorite song is probably gonna be "Where's the Line." Where's the line? Yeah, I think it touches on a lot of things. Lots well, of good lyrics. Yeah, my favorite lyrics are in "Where's the Line." Now, is this the metaphorical line drawn in the sand, or is this the one you find in, on the back toilet seat in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I think Sean would say the latter, not the former. Uh, yeah, Sean wrote that one, actually. I thought it was. Mate? So, favorite track. Um, probably going to have to say Sunshine and Love. It really, all six of us come through in that, and everyone has their own flavor that we add to it. Uh, I'm gonna choose two just because. No, no, I'm well, not gonna one didn't count. Freedom, freedom, is freedom. A, it's a, it's like it's our version of a ballad. It's not slow. It's it's fast for the most part, and uh, it's just got every little bit of everyone in the band in it as well. Much like Jason said, but it's just got a bit more. It's, I don't know. It's cool. Lyrically so, too, I think we touch on a lot of things with freedom. That are, yeah, yeah. To me, freedom's I, I about us. Very, I take very personal. Very much us as a band. Yeah. So not my marriage, sweetie. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> None of the lyrics that are negative are about you, Sweetums. So where can people find at both ends? Like what uh, Twitter handles, Instagrams, and uh, Facebooks? And so uh, Facebooks, <laughs> we are at uh, facebook.com slash at both ends. That's probably our main site that we use. Uh, so you can definitely find us there. Uh, we're on Instagram, which is... Uh, at Both Ends Punk. Punk. Yeah, At Both Ends Punk. Our Bandcamp, where you can uh, find our music, is just at bothendspunk.bandcamp.com. Uh, and we have Twitter as well, which is... Yeah, you can find us at... At... Twitter at... Both Ends Punk Ska. As in the symbol at. Yes. So there's no at at? Nope. Because right, that'd be redundant. <laughs> at. <laughs> at at both ends. I seen Star Wars. What's that? The at hat. You know, I was making. I miss that one. I was making a joke. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Maybe you were in Australia when the movie came out. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I, wish I wasn't born when the prequels came out. <laughs> so, 
you said you guys have a bunch of shows coming up. Yeah. Uh, obviously the one tonight, but what shows are coming up around town or anywhere that people can come catch you guys at? Cool. So I think uh, our next show following, this is our album launch, which is February 25th at Cafe Colonial. That's with Toy Traps. Who else? Toy Traps. Uh, I believe Sonder. And Vaughn. Vaughn? Vaughn. 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 After that, uh, we have March off because I'm going to need March off. So I'm having a kid. Uh, oh, congratulations. Then, hey, hey, yeah, hey. he's officially going to be my dad. Okay. In March. <laughs> <laughs> I already am. I already am. Uh, and then April. So on tour, you got to pay for him his meals. That's, get yep. him his happy meal. Yep. That's pretty Talk much him in at night. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, April 1st at Cafe Colonial, which is a, uh, a bit of a colony fest they're doing a eight band thing there i think then we're april 8th in reno at shay's tavern coming back to sacramento in on the 21st which is at old ironsides uh, with the uh rolling blackouts and o mulligans right on totally you know got that instantly that right there all <laughs> natty just oh, drop that's kind of like some of the drop-ins we did on that album all very natural <laughs> right <laughs> Can you Pro awesome. Tools that? Pro Tools what? That drop in that you just can did. You, can you auto-tune <laughs> <can you laughs> auto no. We're can leaving you, it the way it is. Can you auto-tune <laughs> my voice? <laughs> Why? It's already Make sexy it enough. <laughs> so, okay, so Old Ironsides. Uh, any shows after that or is that? Uh, it? That's it for the moment. Uh, we're now just booking spring, summer, uh, and then into the fall, and then just uh, seeing where this album takes us and working with labels. Uh, we'll obviously... You guys spend- looking... F- for a tour going yeah i think i think going ahead what we need to do is we need to um establish a bit more of a base get the cd out there and then once we do we'll hit the road and get some tours we'll probably start with the west coast and go from there i think we've got a few places we want to hit in socal right dudes yeah mm-hmm. definitely um and i hear portland is a rad place to play music portland yes they you would have a great turnout there for your guys to sound yeah someone said that as well so i'd love to head up there and seattle's a cool city and lots of cool music comes out of seattle so maybe we should just go ruin that and play up there as well. Heck yeah, West Coast. Yeah. West Coast. Best Is that the place you most want to play out of all? Like in your history of being a musician, where would you like to play the most? Me. Uh, I know where you. Sunset. Are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the somewhere that's the Australian the in you. That's the Australia. Yeah, yeah. Just the uh, the dreams. Look from a from a punk perspective, San Diego would be kind of. Uh, an awesome place to head down and play to and I think that's going to be on our agenda in the not too distant future but yeah LA would be rad I just think so do you think like after you get going what, do, do you plan on taking the band back to Australia with you to play some shows you want to that's a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> well that's what you got a label hey, for right if some label <laughs> wants to send us there hell yeah no I think we uh, look it would be really cool if we could go play there I mean I'm sure we could hook up a tour in Australia the issue with touring Australia I've, I've kind of done it back when i was with previous bands in australia is that because we're, we're the landmass of australia is the same as north america like mainly north america but there is nothing in between the major cities there's just empty space and okay kangaroos. there might be five people in one town and four a couple kangaroos and koalas some kangaroos koalas and don't forget the dingoes dingoes, dingoes uh, and alligators but we Dingo we don't have babies. alligators oh, oh is it crocodiles okay same thing but aluminium <laughs> foil apparently <laughs> you can <laughs> you can tour, but it's very difficult. There's long distances between between places that would have venues. 
Uh, and, you know, the New South Wales coast is probably the closest thing to what you have in America. And even that's, you know, four hours between places. So uh, from coming here to America, like, did you ever expect that your band would get picked up, signed? And, you know, I mean, how long has At Both Ends been together? Coming up to three years as a band. I, think. I mean, three okay, years, and this is your almost second record. So two and a half, like two and a half, half years. Two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years. I've never even been in the country three years. Trump, don't kick me out. <laughs> um, I'm legal, I promise. Um, <laughs> but ish, ish. <laughs> yeah, but you have one EP and one full length album now, yeah. and now you have a label. And now we have a label. Yeah, look, this is this is a whole new awesome level for me, and I'm I'm kind of stoked. I'm going to run with it and push it as hard as reasonably can while having fun. I think that's most important thing in music is about enjoying yourself and you know being yourself and running around on stage and jumping up and down acting like a lunatic in my case uh, <laughs> so like you know the most important thing is having fun and and getting you know people that are watching live or listening is to enjoy and have fun as well with you so that's kind of our thing my thing at any rate yeah. he just sits yeah. on a stool the whole yeah. freaking time Oh, yeah, I do the least amount of work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why we have you, honestly. Damn it. We probably just get a drum machine. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be good with that. No, that's that's awesome, guys. I want to say congratulations to all of you. Thank you. All the Thank hard you. work's paying off. We'll you see. Know. We'll see. Hopefully. Well, I mean, distribution and everything, that's a huge step. Massive. A lot of bands here in town still don't even have a prospect looking at them, you know? Yeah, yeah no. We're so pretty lucky, got to say. I'm you, you guys stoked. have come pretty far for what you guys have been doing and want to say congratulations from disorder nation and thanks you guys for coming out here and playing some new tracks off your new album right here and debuting them uh so the next track is actually kind of accurately titled out of time out of time so <laughs> what where does out of time come from uh quick minute on that uh out of time uh comes from uh an individual i never met but heard plenty about and uh they made me sick to my stomach uh and so i wrote this song about them uh because they just did <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of angst in this song uh and it's back to my straight up punk rock roots uh which you're gonna hear in a second so all right so real quick plug your uh faculties where people can find you again at both ends on facebook Facebook.com slash at both ends. On Instagram, at both ends punk. On Twitter, at both ends punk ska. And if you want to get the album or the EP, go to at both ends punk.bandcamp.com and you will find our EP Naked and our new album, which comes out uh, in two days on the 29th. Uh, wheels out the window. Also, really quickly, Knackered is also streaming on uh, Google Play Music and Spotify and uh, currently. pretty much currently. And YouTube, yeah, currently yeah, right anywhere you YouTube. can find it. And Wheels Out the Window will be streaming uh, on the 29th as well, everywhere. Will you guys be having a music video for your single or anything coming out soon? We won't say anything, but that might be in the works. <laughs> Right on. Well, congratulations once again at both ends. Thank you for joining us here on Distorted Nation. And we're going to go out on Out of Time from their new album, Wheels Out the Window. Thank you, guys. And you guys have a great morning and good show tonight. Mate, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And you're listening to Distorted Nation right here on 96.5 FM KUBU. 
where you can be you. And that is the voice of Sacramento and IMC Core. And this is at both ends coming at you with Out of Time. Take a listen. If you guys like it, go to their page and make sure to like their page and find out when they're playing here in Sacramento. Maybe stop in, check out a show. And here is At Both Ends with Out of Time. of you who just listened that was at both ends make sure to go check them out at facebook.com backslash at both ends or any of the other faculties that they said earlier and hopefully you like their tracks and uh yeah all right so jade hello (laughs) so basically on twitter somebody made a uh 
account called Half Onion in a Bag, and its goal is to reach more followers than Donald Trump. So they want to knock him down a peg through Twitter. Yes, just to like make his self-esteem worse or something. I don't know. I don't think that that's really going to work. Onions are gross. Well, not just that, but I mean, if I was Trump, I'm just saying, you know, if I was, uh, I'd be like an onion on the computer screen. <laughs> okay. I look over, I see the White House keys in one hand and my credit cards in the other. I don't think that's really going to knock him down a few pegs. Well, he basically insults him on Twitter. It's really funny, actually. Like, his opening tweet was, I won't clog up your feed, said the onion. Um, I'm just, just your garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to get more followers than at Donald Trump and then hopefully be used on a hamburger or in an omelet. So, People have way too much time on their hands. Like, like when you decide to walk through an entire city and block traffic. I Women! Like whatever, dude. I love onion bagels, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> if You're it was disgusting. an onion bagel, that'd be something different. Food. Ugh. Something I can't enjoy right now. Oh, you can have soup. Yeah, well. And ice cream. I don't like soup. Soup to me is not a meal, unless it's clam chowder in a bread bowl. Because the bread bowl is where you're going to get your substance. Soup is more like an appetizer or a beverage. Well, mm. you can blend stuff up and drink it through a straw. But that might like be gross. smoothies. Yes. Lots of smoothies. Steak and, and potato and mix it in a blender and you're good to go. Well, Ugh. all this, all this uh, walking around and, and, and feminine going yes, on yes <laughs> now on this show i don't have to worry about banning playing madonna because we would never play madonna in the first place because she wouldn't be an active rock but she might do a cover of um atlas rising or something who knows it might hit number one anyways i highly doubt it uh a <laughs> texas radio station bans madonna in the name of patriotism after woman's march uh let's see here a Texas radio station is venting its frustration over Madonna's passionate Women's March speech through its playlist. The station hits 105 stated that it will no longer play the pop icons track as of Tuesdays, three days at as of Tuesday, three days after the demonstration in Washington, D.C., and around the world attracted millions of supporters. A statement posted to Facebook cited the F-bombs in her speech, along with the singer's comments, how upset the election results made her. Uh, Madonna began her comments Saturday with a weary statement about President Trump's inauguration. Yes, I am angry. Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Yes, Madonna said that. Wow, you know what? If all these um, people that are threatening to move out of the country and they don't like who our president is, you would join together as America and do what's right. Hadouken! Hadouken! Hadouken. <laughs> no more Hadoukens. <laughs> this is too much work for me. <laughs> Anyways, um... 
but I know that this won't change anything, she said, later clarifying that she had spoken in metaphor and is not a violent person. So she wants to blow up the White House with Trump in there, but she's not going to. Just stating. I think the Secret Service would take her out before she had a chance. She's Madonna. I don't. I think she had Madonna powers. Well, if she had her comb bra thing on that she always wore, but I don't <laughs> like know. Like in Austin Powers, they just pop out with little machine guns and start the shooting. The bots. <laughs> uh, those who run the station located in the town of about 37,000 on the border with Arkansas were apparently not satisfied. Banning all Madonna songs on Hits 105 is not a matter of politics. It's a matter of patriotism. The station's manager said in the statement, it just feels wrong to use to us to be playing Madonna songs and paying her royalties when the artist has shown an un-American sentiments if all stations play Madonna, uh, took their lead from us, then uh, they would send a powerful economic message to Madonna. Yeah, when's the last time she even had a song out anyways? That's what I don't know. But it's it's a station called The Hits, so... So it's an oldie it's throwback like probably, station. It's you know, throwback station, you know. And, you know, it's... it's I don't know. Hadouken! Girl. <laughs> I don't know. I think, you know, certain people... I think, okay, yes, we're outraged. The stuff he's doing isn't right. Okay, there's actual ways to go about it. Don't just sit up on stage in front of thousands of hundreds of people that you're going to blow up, that you want to blow up and kill the president. It's not a good way to go. Meryl Streep did the same thing by um, getting up at those award ceremonies, talking all the crap that she talked. You know, if Madonna was really, you know, caring about, like, everything that Trump's doing and she wants to, like, counteract that, she can do what Hazley did. Did you hear what, you know, who the artist Hazley is? Yes. Uh, am I saying her name right? Hazley? Halsley? Halsey. Halsey? Are you serious? Hazley? That's like my favorite artist right now. Well, I got something, got some spark out of Jade over there. Halsey? Halsey. Halsey. Yeah. Deck the Halsey. La 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 Okay. Uh, she donated $100,000. Now, uh, okay, that's a lot of money, but obviously it's not that much money when you think about it. But she donated $100,000 to Planned Parenthood after the Women's March. Okay, so... Hours after joining the Women's March on Washington on Saturday, the 22-year-old... She's 22 years old. It's a lot of money to have at that age. Singer-songwriter tweeted her support of Planned Parenthood and pledged to donate $1 up to $100,000 per every retweet. So, obviously, she had more or 100000 And so, she actually... Busted out her checkbook and wrote a check for Planned Parenthood. Now, how is that going to affect what he just signed about? Well, Planned Parenthood isn't, like, shut down. It's just no longer government-funded. Okay, so it's, like, by donations? It's going to be by donations. It's going to, yeah, you're going to have to have a private funding, some other source. So they won't get government funding. And I think, because I know the abortions are no longer covered in... um, with your insurance companies and stuff, I guess. Are so I don't know if insurance companies will even cover Planned Parenthood anymore. Are they going to be completely illegal? Or are they just n- only private-funded abortions? I it has not come clear on, like, full-on what they're going to do with it. Hmm. But, 
you know. Like I've stated. Uh, hey, I, you know, my Halloween costume a few years back, a back alley abortionist. Who knows? I could pick up another side gig being a doctor in the alley. Oh, sh- <laughs> Wow. Come on down. Your third one's free. Get a little punch card. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be uh, answering your phone. Hello, this is the doctor, and I'm at 34th and C looking behind a dumpster. See, like, but I'd make a killer with you know like my two for ones oh <laughs> gosh yes anyways moving along <laughs> moving along so let's see what else did you did you have something over there pinky well i have almost naked news <laughs> i have virtual reality smell porn get a big whiff of the future Think porn already stinks? It just got a a lot bit smellier thanks to the miracle of virtual reality. Adult entertainment company Cam Soda is introducing a gas mask designed to enhance its online sex shows by allowing users to smell scents chosen by performers. People who purchase its Oroma technology will get the mask as well as two canisters that fit into it. With with the help of an app, the mask pairs with Bluetooth on a user's smartphone. Um, users can then watch a cam performer in virtual reality and experience the odors they've chosen for their own personal scent profile. Uh, See, but why? That's creepy. Why Why do you want to? S- that's just gross. And then you have this. Um, like, I mean. Uh, Florida-based cam performer, Victoria Ryan, thinks nose porn is an idea whose time has come. And she said, I mean, there's I fetish people out there, so I get there could be a market for this, but yeah. I just don't think it's a high one, or at least I hope it's not. Yeah, she said, she went along to say, I wanted to incorporate something that smelled as close to me as possible. I do a lot of beach and pool shows, so I wanted to have the smell of saltwater sunscreen, maybe a chlorine smell, or coconut tanning oil. She also looked into smells that matched her own body odor that was um, fruity, musky scent, and flowery perfume. But, um, it's, it went on to say that the performers will use different scents for different shows. For instance, a woman dressing up like a housewife might want to incorporate the smell of baking bread. And then it also said the models will figure out what works and what doesn't, emphasizing that odors of urine and feces won't be available for those fetishes you may be <laughs> wanting to um, smell or whatnot. But it says that um, they are now taking pre-orders um, on this coming up Wednesday at the Adult Entertainment Expo, which is a, a four-day porn convention in Las Vegas. Ew. Okie dokie. Yeah, I don't think that's that's disturbing Crazy. to me. Crazy. It's creepy. <laughs> Disgusting. Yes, very much so. Like now, she was saying the 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 one was like, if you're a home housewife, maybe a smell of baking bread. It's like. Well, you're just gonna want. I'm gonna want. I'm gonna think about going and making bread more than you know finishing watching any videos. No, they're <laughs> saying like if they're acting out being a, hor- a horsewife, a housewife, you know, like somebody's fantasy of oh yeah, I want to watch a housewife. And then they have the baking bread in the in the background. But if you take a look, it's got the it's, big it's goggles. Like a, it's like the goggles that you see in everything now. They're like the, the 3D stuff they have going on a 4D or whatever they want to try to call it they look like snowboarding goggles basically and then it has a gas mask that has canisters attached to it that's your phone connected in there with the screen it's weird put your phone in there and then yes there's a gas mask 
that connects to it, and it looks like a respirator. It looks like something out of a sci-fi movie. Their whole face is completely covered. <laughs> See that? I, I don't know. I'll pass on that. Thank you very yeah, much. That's just too much. I don't care if it is a big whiff of the future. <laughs> I'll stay in the past. Thank you very much. So, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, whiffing. <laughs> uh, in Atlanta, police are working to make more arrests in what they are calling the record-breaking pop bust. That's right. Investigators seized thousands of pounds of marijuana worth an estimated nine million dollars. Okay, Doctor Evil. <laughs> nine million doll hairs. Huh. That's a lot of doll hairs. Yes. You know, lo- little girls are crying because the dolls got all cut up. They got. Uh, but basically, we opened the back of the truck, and up inside there were some five thousand eight hundred pounds of marijuana. Street value, approximately $9 million. Why are they still busting people for pot? Okay, that's an ex- excessive amount. And not everywhere is it's legal. Just stating. Only certain states it's legal. Remember that. Oh. California, well, Washington, Colorado. Colorado, Florida, I believe, uh, are the places where it's legal. They're still illegal in a lot of places, but okay. $9 million worth is an excessive amount. Okay. And the fact that they were smart enough, bring it back to the whole smell thing, they dipped the shrink wrap that they like packaged it in in chloride to hide the pungent pot odor so the police do- drug-sniffing dogs could not find it. Well, did it say it was in Atlanta? Was it coming from Atlanta? Or was it coming like wh- from another state? Or what did it say? Anything like that in there? Atlanta police told Channel 2's Tom Regan... The getting the pot off the street will curb drug-related crimes, but <laughs> others say legalizing the drug, as is the case in other states, will go further in that effort. Okay, um, so they did a super trooper type bust. Pretty much. The evil monkey oh with the man. banana. Johnny, M- Johnny Ch- Chimpo. Johnny, Ch- Johnny Chimpo. Chimpo. Yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, way to go, Atlanta! Woohoo! I, I gotta say that it, um, I know that um, out like on the West Coast because that's basically where it most of it comes from. It's a lot cheaper. So if it was coming from the West Coast out to the East Coast, if they were smuggling state to state, they were they were making a big amount off of that as profit or whatnot. But I just don't. There's so much other worse things out there that i just don't get it it's still a drug yeah i know all right so let's jump into the charts the charts all right so we actually had a lot of debuts this week um and next week we're going to be playing a lot more new music for the show uh we played a few new songs tonight uh we played the afi new track white offerings nice um and we're going to be playing a couple more towards the end of the show. But debuting in the charts. Okay, I'll probably say this one wrong, but let's see if you know the name. Radkey? No, I don't know. Okay. Uh, debuting at number 49 with Dark Black Makeup. 
Uh, debuting at number 47, Letters from the Fire with Worth the Pain. Debuting at number 42, Skillet with Back from the Dead. Love Skillet. Debuting at number 40, Citizen Zero, Lure and Persuade. Um, debuting at number 37, Alter Bridge with My Champion. Debuting at number 36, Avatar with New Land. Okay, that is a lot of debuts. Yeah, a lot of tracks hit the charts this week. Uh, now... I'm kind of stoked for this. The return back to the number five spots. Avenge Sevenfold, the stage. It dropped down to the six, I believe. Or yeah, the seventh. it was six. It went to the seventh. It was six, before. I thought. Then it went back up to the sixth and now back up to the fifth. Okay. Uh, so Avenge Sevenfold's The Sage is at number five. And then staying at number four this week is Metallica, Atlas Rise. Staying at number three, we have Green Day, Still Breathing. (laughs) Number two is still highly suspect. My name is Human. And number one is still Ghost with Square Hammer. Nice. I know we are definitely ready for a new um, top five, five, but I'm really glad because actually I've been spinning Avenged Sevenfolds to stage this week a lot. Right on. Yes, I love them. So we're going to jump out and start playing your top five for you. This is Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. All right, and that was Avenge Sevenfold, the stage. Woohoo! And that, I believe the stage is actually the title of the record, too. If I remember straight. I think so, too. Which is a really good record. They they sound like Avenge Sevenfold again. Not yeah. Avenge Metal Aiden. Wow. Iron Maiden Metallica sounding like their last record. I l- what, which last record? The... Um, um, the the king uh yeah king um what's i love that record no it was a good record buried alive i love that song but the this the lot of them had a huge metallica feel to them old metallica yeah not new metallica (laughs) (laughs) nothing no nothing sounds good with new metallica anywho so yeah so how about that i really need some food and you're not going to hold up a little schoolgirl for a chicken nugget, are you? I might. Mm. I might just do that for ransom. Give me your nugget now. You guys in nuggets, like that's like your number one thing. <coughs> Does it have to be McDonald's? No. She Go Burger ahead. King is my favorite. Oh, you don't do homemade nuggets? Homemade no. nuggets? What do you mean? Like, like get a chicken ones? and like kill it? And <laughs> no, like you actually open up the bag in the freezer and deep fry them. Like Dino White? I Not in the oven. You got to deep fry them. No, see, then they're soggy. They're soft. Yeah, you you got to deep fry them. We don't have a deep fryer. You can fry them in oil in a pan. I'm you just can't saying. have soggy nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> soggy nugs don't go far. You can defrost them and then fry them. Oh my God, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go check out and get some nuggets here in a moment as a group. We did just Fruit try the fr- uh, Chick Fil A nuggets, and they're like pretty good too. 
I don't I don't like Chick-fil-A. Me neither. Chick-fil-A yeah. menu. I like their sandwiches. A sandwich? But not their chicken balls, aka nuggets. <laughs> so yeah, I am extremely, 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 extremely tired. I think it's time we get out of here and go get some food and wake up. Holler! But remember, later tonight, check it out. You can go see At Both Ends later tonight. They're playing band that we just had on the show. And uh, anything else going on this weekend? I don't know. The Super Bowl's coming up, right? Yeah. Isn't that like in two weeks or something? All I got to say is the Packers lost. I'm happy as a clam at high tide. Screw the Packers. <laughs> All right. I'm glad they lost, too, because they beat my Cowboys. Oh, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> America's team. America. So hopefully we can continue to say America and be proud. Yes. With things the way it's shaping up. A Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we're going to go out on another newer track. I mean, this came out a little bit ago, but this is... um. Well, the record did, but this uh, track is kind of newer out there. It's by a Sacramento band by Slaves. Yes. Uh, from the Artery Foundation. And uh, this song is called I'd Rather See Your Star Explode. Rude. <laughs> it's kind of a little harsh there. A little bit. But uh, we're going to go out on it. And uh, it's by Johnny Craig. He's the singer of Slaves. He used to be the singer for... Uh, Dance, Gavin, dance. Okay. So check it out. Let them know you heard it here on Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you, Sonny. The voice of Sacramento.